0: Youth and passion. Copyright 2023. Olalik and Michael. This audiobook can be shared freely with your friends and family. The audiobook is created by Revival Watch Ministries. To learn more, contact us through the following channels. Phone, plus 2348141872552. Email, revivalwatchministries at gmail.com. Website, www.revivalwatch.net Facebook, Revival Watch Ministries God bless you. It is good for a man to bear the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone and keep silent, because God has laid it on him. Lamentations 3 verses 27 to 28, NKJV It is good for a man that he should bear the yoke of godly discipline in his youth. Let him sit alone, in hope, and keep quiet, because God has laid it on him, for his benefit. Lamentations 3 verses 27 to 28, Amplified Bible It is also good for people to obey God when they are young. They should work well for him. Also, when the Lord causes them to be in trouble, they should sit alone quietly. Lamentations 3 verses 27 to 28, Easy Youth and Passion Chapter 1 The Youth Young people have vast potential and prospects. This is because they are strong. There is a pricey value placed upon your life, not because you are black or white, male or female, but simply because you are young. Every young person is a potential greatness in the making, and the world system knows this. The Bible confirms this by saying, The glory of young men is their physical strength, and the honor of aged men is their gray head, representing wisdom and experience. Proverbs 20 verse 29, Amplified Bible Do you notice that the Bible says that young people carry glory and older people command honor? Honor is the product of a well-used glory. No matter how experienced and full of wisdom an old person is, he will still need the strength of the young to accomplish a task. In 1 John 2 verse 14, the Bible says, I have written to you, fathers, because you know him who has existed from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and vigorous, and the word of God remains, always, in you, and you have been victorious over the evil one, by accepting Jesus as Savior. 1 John 2 verse 14, Amplified Bible Again God spoke about your strength as a thing of advantage, so don't take it for granted, Another amazing thing that God said about young people is their ability to see vision when God pours out his spirit upon all flesh. It shall come about after this that I shall pour out my spirit on all mankind, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, your young men will see visions. Joel 2 verse 28, Amplified Bible, God said that vision is for the young while old men will only have dreams. Dreams are usually a reflection of the past, but vision is in the future. Old people may only reflect on their past and dream of correcting some of the mistakes they made, but it's a mere dream. Even if they want to correct that past because of their present dream, they lack the strength to pursue their dreams. They are already wasted and are left with ordinary dreams without the power to pursue or enter into them. But for the young person, because he has strength, he sees the vision of the future. You must never forget that it takes strength to enter into a future. Vision without strength will end in derision. A combination of strength and vision makes the young person a constant violent target of the devil. The biggest recruitment in the kingdom of the devil is among young people. The enemy of their souls goes all the way to try and win them to his side. That is why you see many of the young people trapped by all kinds of wickedness as we see today. It is because they have been recruited by the devil. The devil does not need the old, he has probably wasted and perforated them in their youth, so he goes about looking for the next generation of youth to accomplish his odious mission. The enemy's mission is to steal your youthful strength, kill your God-given vision, and destroy your future, John 10, verse 10. Recently a young Christian lady explained to me how she was lured and set up to join a secret cult when she was just 18 years old. She was young and enterprising, that was the peak of her strength. So the enemy cornered her into that wickedness early in life and nearly destroyed her future, but for divine intervention. No one should ever underestimate the power of a young person. The young are the future of a nation. Any nation that loses its youth has lost its nation. That reality is currently playing out in the Western world today. These continents and most of the Western world have lost their youth generation. And the devil is succeeding over the nations. It is our prayer that God will step in and bring revival. Amen. It has been reported in China that the Chinese Communist Party made a law that forbids teaching young Chinese people about Jesus. If this is true, it is because they believe that with proper communist and atheist indoctrination, these young people will be able to further the agenda of their party and not turn into true worshippers of the living God. The devil is out there fighting tooth and nail for young people all over the world. You are also a potential target. Youth and Passion Chapter 2 God Values Your Youth Every time God wants to do something extraordinary in the Bible, he finds a young person. In Judges 6, when God was to deliver the children of Israel from the hands of the Midianites, he found a young man called Gideon and called him a mighty man of valor. God recognized the need for strength in Gideon such that he commissioned him to go in the strength or might of his youthful age. God has always placed a premium value upon young persons to bring about his agenda on earth. This is not because the old people can't do it, but because they are old. Their passion and energy are most likely near finished, so he chooses the young person who can carry on the work with strength. Apart from the Bible times, when you look at the history of revival, you will notice God using young men and women to bring down his power and purpose. In modern times God raised young men like Apostle A.O. Babalola, Archbishop Benson Idahosa, John Wesley, George Whitefield, David Brainerd, Evans Robert, Catherine Coleman, Amy Semple McPherson, and so many of their likes, missionaries like Jim Elliott, Hudson Taylor, David Livingstone, and Amy Carmichael Wilson also made their mark in the world as young persons. Evangelists like Reinhard Bonk, Billy Graham, and many others also started as young people. Many other great men and women who have become relevant figures in the Christian faith also were young when they began. This should show you clearly why God is looking out for you and is willing to do anything to recruit you before the enemy does. Please say yes to God today. Also in the circular world, the pattern is similar. Most of the top rich people of great influence in the world started making their impact as young people. Talk of Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, and others. Do not see yourself as if you have no value, you are of great value, and God is willing to invest in you greatly. God is after the same skills, the same talents, and the same personality in you as much as the devil, give God a chance now. Youth and passion chapter 3 every youth has passion there is no young person without a passion there is no passionless youth this could be a positive or negative passion there is always something calling out for expression in the young person if you take a look at yourself you will notice that core things are driving you a strong desire may suddenly start brewing in your mind This could be a desire for the opposite sex, a career, or even a move of God. This becomes your passion. You must however, take note of the fact that your passion is often influenced by what you are exposed to. People who are exposed to lustful and worldly music can derive passion in them and even go a further step to outdo their influencer. This is why you must be careful what you expose your life to. As a young person, your passion is directly proportional to your association. Those in your circle of friends, or the people you follow online, have a direct influence on what drives you. At one point in time in Nigeria, we saw a high rise in young people smoking marijuana. This behavior could be traced back to a popular artist whose signature is marijuana, and many young people were following him online. Today, many young people have found themselves in the web of a quick money trap. Many of them spend sleepless nights trying to scam someone and others simply kill for rituals. The enemy of their souls has converted their youthful passion into a destruction enterprise to kill and destroy lives. Due to the widespread lies of the devil, many young people now consider it fashionable to be a yahoo boy, scammer, it now looks so cool to be a thief and scammer. Many others have been caught in addiction to drugs, sex, pornography, and so on. What a pitiable stage, we have found ourselves, both in the world and the church. Sadly, we have parents and society that encourage these young people to continue living in such recklessness. With strong passion, I appeal to these young people to reconsider their position. Remember that what you do with your youthful age, will determine the outcome of your future. It is no rocket science, if you play or gamble with your life now that you are young, you will suffer the consequences when you are old. You cannot fool God, so don't make a fool of yourself. You will harvest what you plant. If you follow your selfish desires, you will harvest destruction, but if you follow the Spirit, you will harvest eternal life. Galatians 6 verses 7-8 CEV Youth and Passion Chapter 4 What is your passion? To the credit of some young Christians today, they are passionate about revival they want to see the power of God again. They are dissatisfied with their lack of grace and power over sin, they want God to step down again and do something in his church. In the face of the spiritual darkness that has filled our nations and the church today, these young people are standing to confront the enemy at the gate. They are God's battle axes in this end time, They have made themselves as weapons of warfare in this generation. They are the ones standing in the gap making the edge so that this generation will not be destroyed. They are watchmen standing upon the walls of their nations, youths who neither keep silent day nor night, calling unto heaven for divine intervention. They are not content with the social club-like services in our churches and places of worship today. They weep with their master and praise the Lord of the harvest to send in more laborers into his harvest field. Those young people have the tone of Gideon in them, they are asking hard questions. Where is the power of God as we have read about, why is everything dead without life, why are we not having such miracles as our fathers did? These young men and women are passionate and they are seeking God wholeheartedly. If you are in this category, I believe with you and dare say that God will come again. He has promised that those who seek Him will find Him. Be patient and wait for him, there shall soon be showers of revival blessing. You have sown in tears, and very soon you shall reap in joy. Amen. Such a young person is a youth missionary I met some weeks ago in a mission field surrounded by other villages. This young man with strong passion and conviction that God will have all men saved and come to the knowledge of the truth is content with a meager salary below the Nigerian minimum wage. He must have considered his life not his own and was willing to see his master, pleased as souls are being gathered into the kingdom. Another young person I'd like to talk about is a friend who is passionate about software engineering. A young and committed follower of Jesus, he spends his passion building technology products and living for Christ. Currently, he is spending his youth building a Christ-centered technology in a Jesus First tech company. This is a young man with a passion for God and is making a great impact with his skills. There are other young people making a difference for God in academics and other fields of endeavors. Which one are you? What is your passion? I must ask again. If you honestly answer this question, you will be able to assess or reassess your current way of life. Use and Passion Chapter 5 Your Gift and Your Passion Don't ever forget this, a man's gift makes room for him. This means that his gift becomes a template or platform upon which he can showcase the glory of God. Every individual is embedded with at least one special gift, whether the fellow identifies it as the key. Any young person who passionately and diligently applies his gift to make a difference for God and humanity will find himself before kings and not ordinary men. There are some places and positions that may not be accessible to everyone, but special and gifted people. Have you identified your gift? Are you passionately applying your gift to solve problems or help humanity? You cannot allow your gift to be dormant, it must be activated. There are so many potentials locked up within you as a young person that will give you the kind of audience that Paul had before kings. Think about young people like Joseph, David, and Daniel. And how their gifts made room for them. These young men were highly gifted such that there was none their equal, they were dedicated, committed, hardworking, and above all, sold out for God. The Spirit of God in turn magnified and increased the output of their inward gift to make them extraordinary in their time. That gift of yours in the hands of the Holy Spirit will take you out of the realm of the ordinary and you will begin to excel in your field of choice. Also, these young men were diligent, they developed their skills and gifts. They do what they do with an anointed passion that cannot be ignored. Because of this, their generation couldn't resist their kind of spirit and the powerful gifts they possess. In all the cases of these young people, their gift gave them access to the palace and even to the leadership position. Joseph became a prime minister, David became the king, and Daniel was a president over presidents. None of these highly gifted young people ended up in the dust, they were highly positioned. How passionate are you about using your God-given talents or gifts? If only you knew that this generation has been waiting for you to manifest that gift, you would have worked much harder and prayed harder, incubating that gift until life is formed through it. Your generation is not only waiting for you to bring down the power of God alone in the church, but also in the workplace. Jesus said you are the light of the world and not the light of the church. Of what use is light in the light? It is the world that needs light, it is in the world that men sit in darkness, it is in the world that many find themselves in the regions of the shadow of death, and it is in the world that men's hearts are darkened. The world includes the marketplaces and the professional and non-professional spaces of human capital. You can be a serious born-again, eternity-conscious youth making a difference in different fields of human endeavor. It is not wrong to be a smart medical practitioner for Jesus, or an academician, or scientist, or entrepreneur, or sportsman, or politician, or anything excellent for Jesus. In Isaiah 60 verses 1-3, the Bible says that when you rise and shine, Gentiles will come to your light and kings will come to the brightness of your rising. It will not be long before men will be recommending you for special needs, because you carry Jesus within you. At least, it happens to Joseph, David, and Daniel. Let me show you their recommendation letters. Now there was with us, in the prison, a young man, a Hebrew, servant to the captain of the guard, and we told him, and he interpreted our dreams for us, to each man according to the significance of his own dream. And just as he interpreted, the dreams, for us, so it happened, I was restored to my office, as chief cupbearer, and the baker was hanged. Genesis 41 verses 12 to 13, Amplified Bible. Saul's servants said to him, Behold, an evil spirit, from God, is tormenting you. Let our Lord now command your servants who are here, before you to find a man who plays skillfully on the harp, and when the evil spirit from God is on you, he shall play the harp with his hand, and you will be well. So Saul told his servants, Find me a man who plays well, and bring him to me. One of the young men said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse the Bethlehemite who is a skillful musician, a brave and competent man, a warrior, discerning, prudent, eloquent, in speech, and a handsome man, and the Lord is with him. So Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, Send me David your son, who is with the flock. 1 Samuel 16 verses 15 to 19, Amplified Bible Now the Queen Mother, overhearing the excited words of the King and his nobles, came into the banquet area. The Queen Mother spoke and said, O King, live forever. Do not be alarmed at your thoughts or let your face be changed. There is a man in your kingdom in whom is a spirit of the holy gods, and in the days of your father, illumination, Understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king, appointed him chief of the magicians, enchanters, Chaldeans, and diviners. It was because an extraordinary spirit, knowledge and insight, the ability to interpret dreams, clarify riddles, and solve complex problems were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel be called and he will give the interpretation, Daniel 5 verses 10-12, Amplified Bible, what a beautiful recommendation each one of these young men had because of their gifts. This gave them the opportunity to shine for God. Can the same be true of you dear young fellow? If you are gifted but without Jesus or the fear of God, that gift will end up ruining you. It is so unfortunate that many of our skillful instrumentalists in the church now do it just for money and not as unto the Lord these young people will rather mortgage their future because of the gain of today. They quickly lose relevance and value because they have lost touch with the grace of God. Never forget this, your gift is first for God and then for the good of the world. How are you using the gifts of the Spirit that have been given to you? Are you using those gifts to glorify the Lord and build the visible body of Christ? Today, we have seen many young people abuse God's gift of the Spirit they have turned them into money-making means. Do not follow after such men and women. You cannot succeed in life if you merchandise the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them, if prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith, or ministry, let us use it in our ministering, he who teaches, in teaching, he who exhorts, in exhortation, he who gives, with liberality, he who leads, with diligence, he who shows mercy, with cheerfulness. Romans 12 verses 6 to 8 NKJV Whether you are a singer, an instrumentalist, a sound engineer, a builder, or whatever gift you possess, be passionate about it and always use them to glorify God. He knows how to bring you before kings and nations. When you seek God's kingdom first with your gift and talent, God will add every other thing you need to you. It is the blessing of God that can make you rich without adding sorrow to it, and God will give you the power to get wealth. Let me sound this warning with serious passion again. Do not merchandise God's gift in the house of God. Many young persons died, not in the sense of physical death, before they ever manifested their glory because of this. You must heed the warning, Others did not make it because they were not diligent and consistent, they would rather have pleasure than trade with their talent. You must be different, strive for mastery, develop your gift and talents, and release it for God's use. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run their very best to win, but only one receives the prize? Run your race in such a way that you may seize the prize and make it yours. Now every athlete who goes into training and competes in the games is disciplined and exercises self-control in all things. They do it to win a crown that withers, but we do it to receive an imperishable crown that cannot wither. Therefore, I do not run without a definite goal, I do not flail around like one beating the air, just shadow boxing. But like a boxer, I strictly discipline my body and make it my slave, so that, after I have preached the gospel, to others, I myself will not somehow be disqualified as unfit for service. 1 Corinthians 9 verses 24 to 27, Amplified Bible Youth and Passion Chapter 6 Beware of the Prodigal's Passion Today, many sons and daughters of Zion are heading into the world. They are driven by the passion for the things of this present age. Who will argue against the arrays of amusement and so-called fun that the world has to entice the youth in our generation? Everything and everyone seems to be in a rat race to possess the world even when that is impossible and in the end, they are losing their souls. The prodigal said to his father, let me alone, I want to enjoy the things my mates are enjoying, these boring Christian protocols are not good enough for me, so he went into the world. He dined and wined with the world, the result was that he wasted his inheritance. Any time you leave God for the world and its attractions, you will be wasting your inheritance. The end of the prodigal is eating pig's food. Don't end that way. You must not forget that friendship with the world automatically makes you God's enemy. You cannot be a friend to the world and remain God's friend. This begs the question, who are your friends? Are they other children of God or worldly friends who are motivating you into doing evil? Even if you are good, your friends can influence you with their ungodly passion. The Bible says that evil communication corrupts good manners. As a child of God, there can be no intimate association between you and people living their lives anyhow. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14 to 18, NKJV, there is an admonition from 1 John 2 verses 15 to 17 asking you not to love the world nor the things in the world. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. 1 John 2 verses 15 to 17, NKJV The world in its transient state will never satisfy you, rather it will break your heart. You must in any case fix your gaze upon Jesus. You should live in the world as the ship is on the sea and not the sea in the ship. To allow the sea in the ship of your life will mean your end. Invest your energy and time in building capacity that will advance you in God and your career. Do not conform to the world but you must constantly be renewed in the mind of your spirit. Let the word of God transform you and you will be successful in God's hands. Use and passion. Chapter seven. Flee lustful passion. Run from temptations that capture young people. Always do the right thing. Be faithful, loving, and easy to get along with. Worship with people whose hearts are pure. 2 Timothy two verse twenty two C E V. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 18, NKJV Don't let anyone make fun of you, just because you are young. Set an example, for other followers, by what you say and do, as well as by your love, faith, and purity. 1 Timothy 4 verse 12, C.E.V. These and many more warnings are written in the pages of the scripture, to warn young people. This is because God hates sexual immorality. Purity is God's unshakable standard for the youth, 2 Timothy 2 verses 19 to 21. The Bible says your body belongs to God and it is not for immoral practices. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. 1 Corinthians 6 verses 19-20, NKJV Don't go and waste your passion on foolish sexual lust that will eventually ruin your life and prestige. Rather give yourself to the pursuit of purity and holiness. To be sexually pure as a youth is not out of fashion, it is a testimony you must hold on to even in this sex-craze world. Don't fall for the pressure the world, the internet, and society may put on you, it is still fashionable, to remain a virgin till marriage. Even though many strange passions are poisoning the lives of many young people today, you must take your stand. There is cheap sex around every corner with young people hooking up, hooking down, hooking left, right, and center like dogs, many of whom have been hooked with diseases and regrets for life. Other passions that are now so common are homosexuality, masturbation, pornography, and other sexual perversions. From such you must flee, knowing that the judgment of God is coming upon those who do such things, and upon those who support those who live that way. Remember that marriage is beautiful, and it is also honorable when its bed is not defiled, but those who give themselves to sexual immoralities will be at the receiving end of God's judgment. I beseech you therefore young man, slash woman by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy, and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Do not conform to the immoral standard practice of this present world, but be transformed in your mind to do the will of God by remaining sexually pure till you are married. May God help you. Amen. Youth and passion chapter 8 developing a godly passion don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator honor him in your youth before you grow old and say life is not pleasant anymore ecclesiastes 12 verse 1 nlt there is no better time to build and live under the influence of godly passion than when you are young the time of your youth is the best time to cultivate a strong passion for God and the souls of men. This is the time to lay a solid foundation for your future. People who lived their lives anyhow as young persons live their adult lives in regret. I have met older people living in regrets because of the wrong choices they made in their youth. You cannot afford to be like them. To develop a godly passion, young people must do the following: surrender to God. The first thing first is to go to your Creator and acknowledge Him. You must surrender your life to Jesus and allow Him to change the worldly passion in you into a godly passion. He will rebrand and make you a new person altogether, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. You can no longer remain on the fence, it is time to say yes to God. It is time to begin to live for God even in the face of death. Only those who know their God will be strong and do exploit. Identify Your Gift The second thing you must do is to identify your gift and talents. Once you identify this gift, you can begin to channel your energy into seeing that you live out the best life to the glory of God. Be Determined and Focused Don't be distracted by the things you see, but be inspired by the life of many great saints and successful Christians, both in the Bible times and in our contemporary world. Let them be your drive towards achieving the extraordinary for God. Mentorship or Discipleship Prayerfully select a godly elder in the faith or your field of choice to help you harness all the potential lurking within you. A mentor like Paul, who was able to help the young Timothy grow, should be the ideal model in your mind. Youth and Passion Final Words Our fathers are old, many of them are tired, and others have been retired by heaven. God is counting on passionate young men and women who will take the battle to the enemy in the gate. God is looking for young people who will take the gospel to the marketplace, palaces, parliaments, state houses, and presidential offices. These young people must first be born of God, shrewd, talented, intelligent, diligent, nonconforming, without blemish or sin, And must lead a life of integrity. Can He count on you? Make up your mind to rise as a young person who is passionately pursuing God and at the same time excelling in your field of endeavor. You cannot do this by your power or by your strength, but through God's Spirit. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount up with wings like eagles, they shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. Isaiah 40 verses 30-31, NKJV You must trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. Proverbs 3 verses 5-6 Don't forget that it is God that works in you both to will and to do His pleasure. Also, God can do in you and with you exceedingly and abundantly above any height of greatness you can ever desire, according to His power in you you can win and you will win thank you for listening and god bless you for questions and counseling send a whatsapp message or call this number plus two three four eight one four one eight seven two five five two you can also write us an email at revivalwatchministries at gmail.com you can also visit our website at www.revivalwatch.net